Welcome back, ladies, gents, and everyone in between to the Band of Misfits podcast, the showcase of controlled chaos we call our friendship. (sighs) Welcome back to the shit show, ladies and gents. I am so tired. (laughs) I, somebody call Fenty because uh, my eyes stole their bags. That's what I look like right now. Uh, (laughs) Honestly. I'm so tired. I am maybe three. Nearing maybe the three. end. I'm nearing the end of my student teaching. I have spring break. I have three days of. I have technically five days of work because I work weekends before I have a, two days off, two days of work, and then a full week of vacation before I take an exam on that Saturday. <laughs> At least you get a spring break. Yeah. I'm going to go up and get my second vaccine on the Tuesday after next, too. So that'll be fun. Nice. Yeah. I heard um, that vaccines now for Group 4B got moved up to the 31st. So I can get my new sooner. There's not a lot of people in Group 4A. Yeah. So check the group chat. Hopefully. Hopefully it stays on the bathroom. Check the group chat. What? Guess what Wolf got yesterday? It's not coming through. <laughs> I it's, it's, nice. It's, 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 it's went through. Okay, it's in the big chat. I know, it's not. Mm-hmm. Yay! I think so now it's for, just... For the reference people is me holding up... Um, my card, which when you get the COVID shot, you... Oh, you got your card. first shot. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't know why it's not I coming through the, for me, but... I got the Moderna shot, so April 27th, I go back for my second one. Um, yep, yeah, show up. It was fun. It was uh, Muse. So Muse, last Saturday, inform, informed all of us that about the dates for the <laughs> shots and stuff. So she originally was like, students can start getting the shots April 7th now. And we were all like, awesome, cool. There we go. The people, for those of us like Bookworm and Views and, and me who haven't got our shots yet. And we were like, that's great because we're students. And she was mm-hmm. like, oh, well, if you know you can get your shot now, right? I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, students are group B, you're group 4A. Hey. I, like, I was like, what? You have asthma. <laughs> She was like, you have asthma, you have, you know, in, in the medical terms, I have chronic moderate asthma. It used to be mild, but about a year ago, it was bumped up to chronic moderate asthma because it's unfortunately gotten worse. But she was like, yeah, you have asthma, idiot. <laughs> and yeah, I went and I checked under the classifications and yeah, so I could get my shot. And I was like, I could have started getting my shot last Wednesday. What the heck? Shoot. And so, in the middle of us, we were on Discord, we were playing D&D, in the middle of us, had we finished D&D, or were we waiting to start? We were waiting to start, I believe. Right. So, I called my parents, I muted myself on Discord, and then eventually I muted myself, because the Misfits kept making me laugh, because (laughs) they could see my face, and they were like, oh, I'm so excited. They were making comments, and kept making me laugh. Yeah, but Wolf was like, beyond giddy. I'm so excited! Uh, for those of you who don't know, if you have chronic otter asthma, like me, um, if I got COVID, it would kill me. Yeah, I'd be dead. 
Like, I know we're laughing about it, but it's serious. Like, if Yeah, I, it's very I serious, no, for so, sure. I have been terrified for the past year about getting it. Um, also, my parents got their shot this week as well because they managed to schedule stuff. So my dad's an essential worker. And my mom wound up classifying as a caregiver, caretaker type person because uh, my grandmother's health is failing. And the rest of my family that is related to her live halfway across the U.S. So they're not here. So we're taking care of her because she lives, she lived, um, she's now, she's now in a medical center, but she lived 10 minutes down the road from her house. So my mom classified as the caretaker of her. So she also became an essential person personnel. So she, both she and my dad got their uh, COVID shots on Tuesday. And yeah, literally Monday, originally I was trying to go to the place that your roommate went to the, to the nursing building at my school because we have a vaccine clinic because my school's in the middle of freaking nowhere. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a small town. It's like highway, 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 town! No, it's like highway, highway, side road, side road, side road, side road, highway, side road, side road, town? What? Town. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're definitely using YouTube Creator Studio. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I have to blur a video for um, one of my NTPA things. And so NTPA is one of the exams you have to take as a student teacher to get your official license um, later on. I'm doing it now, so it's just done, and I don't have to worry about it in my first year teaching, right? Um, but I, uh, so I have to blur. So what happened was one of my children's fathers picked up his camera and just walked across the room with it on even though that first of all the child didn't even have permission to be viewed in the video so i don't know what possessed his father to think he had permission to be viewed in the video when he's the one who didn't fill out the permission form <laughs> screaming <laughs> yeah so you kind of has to edit out the 30 seconds that the dad shows up in the video yeah, and I'm sure Wolf can feel my pain of, like, the mm -hmm. 30 seconds of, like... <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, because I edited our content. It's dumb! Also, it's really a dumb nice. rule, a dumb rule Look is that out. I can't yeah. have even my last name said in the video. Even though that's what my children call me! <laughs> it's so, it's so, yeah, it's, it's stupid. That's it's a dumb long. rule. What are they supposed to say when they ask me questions. I'm certainly not having them call me by my first name. Uh, music teacher. <laughs> right? Like... Oh, so that's basically what I have to call you because it can't your name. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Hannah was telling right. me about this. I don't think they said my name in the thing, thankfully, so... That's, that's good. That's good. Otherwise, that's more stuff you'd have to edit out. Um, oh. But, yeah. So, mm -hmm. got my shot. Boy. Got it. Um, again, awesome. tried to go to the that is awesome. to the vaccine clinic at my school because they started doing the second round shots this week and next week. There was like no appointments. Check on Monday. Was 
considering later that evening was planning on signing up to go drive 40 minutes away to of to the next nearest vaccine clinic but then when i was doing find your vaccine so there is a vaccine clinic that is uh, there's another one set up in our in the town um but it only does vaccines one day a week for only three hours so it's really hard it's you can't tell when they're gonna so if they don't have like a, a scheduled release thing i think they do it every thursday though and so happened the glance, saw that they had actually put their times online to start registering, and saw that the times did not interfere with my classes, so I could still go to my classes. I would, I to be fair, if they did, I would have skipped class, because my professor mm-hmm. said that was point blank fine. Um, if you were getting a vaccine, just go get the, the vaccine, screw their class. Um, that is the direct words of one of my professors. He said, screw my class, go get your vaccine. Um, but yeah, so when they were like, oh, like, what, what's your reason for being here? Well, I was like, I have chronic moderate asthma. And they were like, okay, you're, yeah, you're on the list. Um, and yeah, it was one of those where you just sit in your car. Um, glad I brought homework though, because my appointment was at 1.30, so I got there about 1.15 because I wanted to make sure I wasn't going to be late. Glad I showed up early because by the time I, when I got the shot, by the time my car was able to go up the hill and go under the tent and stuff to get the shot, there mm-hmm. when I got there, there was like 30 cars in front of me, 30 or 40 cars in front of me. So I'm not saying that they were really disorganized, but when I got the shot, it was 221. I got there at 115. My appointment was for 130. By the time I got the shot, it was 221. I am so glad I brought homework because I swear, like, ugh. Oh, sounds like fun. Yeah. It made me wish that I actually had somebody who could have gone with me, but my my roommate was at, I I would have originally um, had her come with me, but she was at work. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I went by myself. Afterwards, though, I went, stopped at Wendy's, got food, treated myself, treated myself. How are you feeling? Like, is your arm sore? Dude, it feels like I have a bruise on my arm. It's so sore. It's worth it. It hurts to move my arm. I can't wait to give y'all hugs again. (laughs) Oh, get ready for the second one. I haven't received a hug from y'all in so long. <laughs> Literally, no, not it doesn't seem like a year. It has been a year. It's been a full year. It's been over a year now because what middle of March is middle or second week of March. It's been so long that the Olympics are now starting. <laughs> Wait, what? So in Tokyo, they just started the torch relay yesterday mm-hmm. for the Olympics. They were supposed so. to do it. They were supposed to do the Olympics last summer because Tokyo 2020, but COVID. So. So now we're doing the Olympics in March. <laughs> what weird sense. times we live in. It makes <laughs> no sense, but you know, whatever floats their boat. Um, but yeah, so now we're doing the Olympics now? Question mark? Why? Um, but yeah, so it's, it's weird. 
But yeah, I can't wait. Once we all get our shots, we'll actually be able to go to go to somebody's house and like hang out. Um, I will say we are waiting till everyone has gotten their shots though to do that, so that we can all hang out and ensure that we're all safe. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, obviously still wearing masks in public, even with the shots. You know, just safety precaution, extra precaution. Um. Keep us safe. Keep other people safe. So, even if you get your <sighs> shot, please still abide by the safety regulations. Six feet away. Please. Wear your mask. Um, for for my, for me personally, I'm going to still be wearing my gloves. But that that is a, a new habit I've picked up in COVID is wearing gloves because I have OCD and. It made it skyrocket to the point where it wasn't just annoying me. It, it was annoying both my family to death and me to death. And finally, my dad noticed how just pissed off I was getting about it because it went from me not really, me not really being able to open doors and stuff to me not being willing to touch anything. Mm-hmm. Like, not even letting, like, if we were in public, not even letting my parents hug me after they had, like, opened the door. Because, in my mind, if they touched that item, like, they've got all those germs on their hands. So, they right, touch right. because it's going to get on me. And right. That's, that's how OCD works for people in their minds. Like, in my mind, my brain goes, they're infected. Their hands are infected, their clothes are infected, you can't touch them. And it's so annoying. It's so annoying. So finally my dad took pity on me and was like, let's go buy you gloves. Went to a store, went in to buy gloves. I swear to God, met the rudest woman in the world at that store. We, we asked uh, a pharmacist. So we went to, we just went to a, a pharmacy because we were... We were out of town. We were at the beach in a social, in a just a little like beach house type thing. So we could like at least go on vacation, but have the beach there where we could socially distance from people and where we could just kind of chill and hang out outside of our house because we got so tired of our house. Um, so yeah, we went to pharmacy. There's this lady there. And I'm just going to call her Karen because... Love it. (laughs) We're asking the pharmacist, hi, do you have gloves? Poked her nose in our business. She was like 10 feet away from us. So I swear to God, after we we were walking away from the pharmacist to go to where the gloves were, she was like, seriously, you're getting gloves? Like, what is wrong? You know what? You don't need gloves. Like, you have a face mask. Like, and my, I could tell, like, my my dad was kind of like, you know, my kid has OCD. This is for his sake. Like, please just leave us alone. It's really, really, really quiet about it. And then this other, this strange, or what, here, Panda, you said what you're going to say. Uh, that, I just think it's like none of her business anyway. I was, I was just agreeing Dude, with you. Somebody popped up in front of us, and I was like, "What the hell?" Poked your nose in business, and it's like, "What is wrong with you?" Basically saying that I was a weirdo for wanting to wear gloves. And then this super nice guy who was just passing by, 
stops in his tracks, turns around, goes up to her, and basically tells her to piss off because it's none of her business. And if I want to wear gloves, then I can wear gloves and to not poke her nose in people's business because she stormed off after that, like super prissy about it. Why do people like that? I don't don't understand. like I have OCD leave me alone this guy though he was so nice he turned to us and he was like he was like out of curiosity who's the gloves for and I was like me uh, I have OCD and he was like I want you to know I am so 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 sorry for her behavior he was like my daughter has mild OCD and she wears gloves during this pandemic because it's making her OCD go crazy. He's like, you have, because I told her, I said I have moderate OCD because it's on a scale of severity. He was like, you have moderate OCD. I can only imagine how crazy this is driving you. He was like, if you want to wear gloves, you wear gloves. Do whatever you want. Do whatever makes you feel comfortable. Whatever makes you feel happy. Screw people like her. He was like, they have no right to poke their nose in your business. He was like, I am so, so sorry about her. And personally, walked us over to the aisle where the gloves were. He was like, here's the gloves. Like, he was like, my daughter personally prefers this because, you know, normally when you wear like, uh, it's basically like the gloves that doctors wear. So if yeah. you wear for long periods of time, they make your hands sweat. So he was like, my doctor or my daughter personally prefers like this brand because like your hands don't sweat as much from it. Like they they breathe more. Um, He was like, I also suggest you buy like just regular gloves that you can just wash. Just regular cloth gloves that you can wash. So that way, like in case you forget to bring your, you know, the plastic doctor's gloves, like you have that other pair. He gave us, like, all these tips. He was so nice. Like, thank you, sir. Thank you. Such a nice guy. And But, yeah, so that that is one habit I've picked up from COVID that I'm going to continue because it's just... You know what? It just gives me peace of mind. And that way, when I'm hanging out with you guys, like, when I wear gloves, it's that little nagging voice in my head, the OCD, just quiets when I'm wearing gloves. And it allows me to just enjoy being out in public with people. So I really want to enjoy my time with you guys. So I'm going to continue wearing gloves after the pandemic. I mean, that's totally fine. Also, like, that's another reason I'm so glad that you were able to go ahead and get your vaccine as well. Because soon we'll all be able to hang out and we'll all feel safe together in a small group. You know, obviously with large groups, it's going to be harder. But when all of us are vaccinated fully vaccinated we'll finally be able to hang out and have our misfits get togethers again and i'll be so happy we have so many movies to watch we've got so so much food to eat so many (laughs) hugs to give right it just oh there's a small audience congregating (laughs) use this computer Uh, have surrounded her computer Um, i think they're using her computer to do something she's muted herself but so they are, they are there. I think she's talking to them about something, but we just looked up and that was surprising. 
Because <laughs> she has two of her roommates now. Oh. Um, but yeah, dude, I can't wait till we all get a vaccine and we can actually hang out with each other at like someone's house and just watch movies, play games, like. Because we play a lot of like board games and card games and stuff. Right. Um, and then we like to watch movies. We have a list of misfit movies we've, we've been watching. Um, you know, obviously we eat food. Sometimes we'll have potlucks. Sometimes we'll just order pizza or something. Like, or one of us will pick up food and then the rest of us will pay the back. Like, it's fun. It's great. And we miss that. It's been over a year. I mean, yeah, we've seen each other in that kind of period right. of time. You know, obviously through Discord and all, and also in person. But that was all socially distanced. We stayed six feet away from each other because you know we were concerned. You know, we wanted to make sure everyone was safe because, again, some of us have family members that are high risk, or you know, some of us are just some of us are high risk, and we're just we want to make sure that we don't give it to any of us. So it's, yeah, we haven't really been able to truly hang out, hang out. Oh, it just stinks. This whole thing stinks. That's the summary. I, but, so, in lighthearted stuff, I know Wolf wanted to talk about musicals Mm -hmm. today, and our conversations kind of go off the rails where this honestly makes sense this non-sequential transition i just made so (laughs) it's gonna be yes what wait muse first yeah i'm getting my vaccine on tuesday yes that's what i was doing this whole time i'll see if i was eligible it's like here schedule an appointment Oh, yeah, no, yeah, that's fine. That's so exciting. Uh, Is that your first dose? Yes, I just scheduled both my doses now. Mm -hmm. Nice. Which one are you getting? Do you know? Uh, The Moderna. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so a two-dose one as well. Okay. Yeah. It's really hard to find the one that's single dose because my my roommate was like, oh, I'd rather get the single dose because then it's just one and done. I'm like, good luck finding a place that has it. (laughs) Because those filled up so quickly for like the people Mm -hmm. that didn't want to do the two dose because Mm -hmm. um, it's, listen, it's slightly more effective, but the side effects are not great. So, (laughs) however, worth it? Yes. (laughs) Absolutely worth it. Did you hear that they're supposed to be uh, approving AstraZeneca soon uh, for the U.S.? So that'll be another vaccine in the market. More people getting vaccinated, please. Thank you. <laughs> the reason, like, yeah. Dude, my sister is like, am I seriously the only one in our family that hasn't been vaccinated? Are you joking? <laughs> I, was like, well, I was like, well, you're not a college student. You're not away at college. You're in high school. You live at home. You're being taken care of by our parents. You don't have a job. You're 17. The one... Like... Uh... No. The one perk of having health issues and living in college. I know. The one right. perk of being a college student who has the Essential worker, baby! Yeah, being an essential worker-ness. Shiona, have you gotten your second dose yet? Yeah, Shiona is quietly here. 
He is doing something. Oh, sorry. My bad. He's but yeah, I... <sighs> but yes, I think sh showed that... He only got it like two weeks ago or so. Yeah, so I'll be getting... Oh, God, I can't wait to be fully vaccinated. I'm going to be so happy. Because you guys got your vaccinations a few days apart. Yeah. Second mm -hmm. second dose is April 4th. Okay, so yours is a couple days before Ooh. my second dose. Okay. Yeah. We're all going to be vaccinated together! <laughs> We're all getting them so close together! I know. We're all getting them within a yeah. couple weeks of each other. Like, yeah. Wow. Mm. Yeah, I, put, I, put, I marked the second dose on my calendar. Oh, yeah. Mine's, I already confirmed my appointment for mine. Same place you got the first one. Mm-hmm. like... That's the reason I didn't want to go to the other place. The one that's 40 minutes away from my, from here. Because so I was like, I'm going to have to drive 40 minutes away. Um, hey, get from your house. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to have to drive that far. Plus, <sighs> depending on what do, what medicine you get, some are every four weeks, some are at four weeks apart, some are five weeks apart, some are like only a few weeks Three apart. weeks. I think mine's yeah, three, three weeks apart. So it was like... Well, you know, depending on when it is, you know, it depends on what you have to do and stuff. I'm, I'm going to admit, yesterday, not the best day of vaccine. It was thunderstorms here. It was pouring. Oh, I God. Was it was awful last night. They were handing me paperwork to, through my window. In the pouring rain. I'm riding on the Mine was... It rained during mine, too. It rained during my vaccine a couple weeks ago. Yeah. It's crazy it was, stuff. It's a sign. But, yeah, no, we had thunder from, like, 9 p.m. Oh, gosh. Uh, it's yeah, right, not like an hour away from Yeah, so it was, like, 9 p.m. Wednesday night all the way to, like... Midnight last night. Mm -hmm. We had thunder starting about literally with the class that morning. It was just missing. Came back from class, went to go and get, came back from class 15 minutes later, left to go to get the shot. Moment open my front door, thunder. I woke up at 3 a.m. I woke up at 3 a.m. last night to. <laughs> Just lightning boom, 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 going through my window every three seconds for like an hour and a half. It was so long. We were like, it's raining. Like, uh uh. Like, oh, so our porches, our porch, luckily, you know, are, they are covered. But, you know, the sides are still open. So it's like, it, because of the direction of the wind, it was blowing like right into our porch. Then you kept trying to run out the door, and we were like, you're going to get sopping wet. No. Okay, so. Um, thankfully, though, we weren't afraid of thunder. Speaking of dramatics, musicals, uh, back yeah, to the other topic. Masterful segue. All right. So, <laughs> here we go. So, when I think of musicals, I always think of, like, stuff we used to do in high school. So the first musical I think I was ever actually in was a Sleeping Beauty production that the owner of the place I did voice lessons at begged me to be in because I was the only one who could carry the voice part for Meriwether. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, 
So oh my gosh. I was also the oldest one there. I was 15. <laughs> I think everyone else was like 10. <laughs> so that was great. And well, I think 12, 13 max. But still, too young to carry a voice part. That was pretty hard from what I remember it to be. Um, yeah. We used and, to go to high school. We used to go to the musicals at our high school together. Those were pretty fun, too. They did a good job. Yes. Um, that was a that did a really good job. Really, really good. Okay, the guy who did um the dentist, he's the uh, Oren. Yeah, he's great. He also played. He played uh, the chef in Little Mer- the year we did Little Mermaid, and I was in the. They came to that because I was in. I was in the pit orchestra for that, and then um, I had we had a friend that was in it. We had a friend that was working tech, and then we had a friend that was actually on stage. Mm-hmm. And we had, uh, we had a friend that was on stage for the yeah. So we had one in one in each department, pretty much. <laughs> um, and yeah. that was we got nominated. So. There's this thing in the state we're in that was called Bloomies, and uh, we got the orchestra of all things got nominated for one. So I had to go to the Blumenthal Theater and get to like, hey, this is an award show. I'm up for an award. <laughs> and I think the most satisfying thing about it was we were one of the only groups with full only students that got nominated. So it's like, hey. We didn't need to hire professional musicians to get good. <laughs> How about that? Dude, How about yeah. that? Yeah. That felt really good. Yeah. That was yeah, really yeah. hard music. <laughs> I was also the only second violinist in a group of a total of three violins. Oof, no pressure then. So, if you heard really good second violin part, that was all me, baby. That was all me. <laughs> 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 I'm very nor no, but it it was a lot of hard work, and we had a good director, and it was just really fun. Great director, Mr. C was amazing, Uh, and um, I really. I can say that because he was my band teacher. He was my band teacher too. What's up? And I thought about doing, I don't know. I was just doing college stuff my last year, so I didn't end up doing the um, pit my senior year, but it was fun, and I. I tell you, I've been in two other musicals. I was in Little Shop my junior year of high school. Yeah, I remember that because you were the one that told us about Little Shop. You guys like you. Yeah, I I was in it for it was for a community theater production, and I was playing one of the girls. Um, mm. I had a solo for Skid Row, and that was really that was really fun. <laughs> and I also had a um. I I did Thoroughly Modern Millie my senior year, and that time I played the lead, and that was that was stressful because again, me and the male lead were and my brother were the oldest ones there. <laughs> so Panda sent us pictures of her and her brother all. Um, which oh yeah, yeah. Oh, me and that bobbed wig. Yeah. You oh my god. And yeah, Ugh. you sent us pictures of you all done up. Oh god, that that thing was like I need to find that picture again. I but I it was a pretty decent wig for the price. And I I don't know, it was it was really fun. I do miss doing musicals even though 
they really wear you out uh because my when i was in little shop i was also doing band camp at the same time so i had to i had to i would go from band camp at the end of the day to a nighttime rehearsal because we were doing tech week the the week that band camp started um and then we had a way band camp starting the day of my last performance my matinee and i went straight to band camp right after and uh so when I was driving, and this happened to me, I remember it very vividly because I was very tired that night. I had just gotten done with a rehearsal, and we'd done a full s- sound check with the marching band before I went to that rehearsal. And I, we did a rehe- we did a full rehearsal at the place where we were doing the show. At that night too like a tech week for them too <laughs> so i was very tired as you can imagine and i went i was driving home and when i tell you i fell asleep for a full minute while driving i'm being dead serious so the lesson is don't drive while you're tired because you could kill someone. <laughs> Thankfully, I did not hurt anyone. It was a dead road. It was like midnight when I was driving, so no one was there. But it was so when you're really tired while you're driving, sometimes you fall into these things called micro sleep. Because driving after a while becomes an almost automatic function. Mm-hmm. So you'll just fall asleep. It's quite scary. It's really scary. Oh my god, y'all. But no, musicals like take a lot out of you if you're actually in them. So I I miss doing them. Music I did, we were part of the crew for a musical at our elementary, not elementary school, Jesus Christ. Middle. (laughs) I'm just imagining little eight-year-olds like carrying heavy lighting equipment across the stage. (laughs) We got to have ours at um, our high school, which was a pretty nice theater. It was done at our high school because our our middle school did not have an auditorium. Our quote-unquote auditorium was in the cafeteria. The cafeteria. It was crappy as hell. So, um, yeah, we wound up doing it. It wound up actually being done at high school down the road, which is later where we went to high school. Um, so, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. I wish, yeah. I wish we could have done more, but then we just got busy with people had stuff going on. I had sports going on. I was juggling two different sports. Um, so, yeah, yeah. we just got busy. Two different sports, yep. band, and I have band. Yeah, Wolf and I was um, doing tech um, because he and I are not comfortable being on stage in front of front of people. So, nope. yeah, and so we did this calm meeting. If you by me having severe social anxiety. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but we did this comedic um, musical um, called Tied to the Tracks. And, oh, God, it was so stupid and funny. And the wolf and I would be in, um, like, the back um, music uh, sound and light room. And we were 
singing and dancing along in there to the music while the others were we, doing it. We we made so because you're a crew, you have to go to every single one of the rehearsals and stuff whenever they meet. Because occasionally, um, and they wound up doing this, they pulled like I think two of the guys from crew to play parts because yep. they needed two more roles. And they knew the lines and stuff. And yeah, the director and the assistant director were cracking up on the night when we were actually when they were doing the actual performance because we had watched everything, so we knew all the lines. We knew exactly like the motions and stuff. We knew the dances. We were just in the background, like you could see this. They were just watching the stage, and then they looked to the left, and there's us, just all the crew people acting it out and stuff and bowing. They thought it was hilarious. They were crying oh, man. up. Oh, uh, my sister actually did uh, theater in middle school. Mm. And she had, she going, had a lot of fun. Going along with that, what is, like, your guys' favorite professional? Like, Broadway. Broadway. Like, yeah, Broadway. Like, Broadway professional production or actor or... Uh, production. production. So... Uh, that's a hard one for me because it's a toss-up. I so I love Sweeney Todd because it was one of the first musicals that got me into musicals. My friend was really into it, and then I became into it, and my college put it on, and mm-hmm. it was really good. It was really fun. I went to Sweeney um, Todd, my, but my friend's friend. Uh, got the role as Sweeney Todd in the Sweeney Todd music. That's awesome. At his school, so she was like, "You want to come see him with me?" I was like, "Yeah, hell yeah!" Right. I. I also, but I do also love. I know uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber, but I do love Phantom because Phantom of the Opera because it was the it was a musical that I actually got to see on Broadway, which was. Magical. Lucky. <laughs> I was very lucky. Also, I, not no, it was it was really a huge privilege because it was a very expensive trip, and um, so our senior, our actual senior trip, uh, our senior year was we drove down to the bowling alley, yeah, and had pizza, which. What it was really dumb, but my for so the music department took a huge senior trip to New York. Um, with oh, my see, senior year, we went to a crappy bowling alley. You also went to said crappy bowling alley, and then you went to New York for a music. <laughs> and then I went to New York. I saw Phantom on Broadway, and I went to Times Square. We were supposed to perform at the Lincoln Center, but that never happened because it was raining. Um, we got to see uh, the Nintendo Center. Uh, we got to see Rockefeller Center, and it, we got to see the Statue of Liberty. It was a really cool trip. So I do want to say Phantoms up there just because it's got a lot of fond memories for me and for my brother as well. Because the trip was really hard on him up until that point, and he was had been looking forward to Phantom the whole time because he doesn't like traveling. Um, mm-hmm. So, oh, but yeah. That's probably a good one. It just gives you such a huge appreciation of how hard these effects teams and crew work on these professional productions because the effects in Phantom are insane. If you've never, (laughs) 
seen a professional production of Phantom, or especially the Broadway one, there is so much that goes into that production. Like, there's stuff getting lowered on musical cues. There's dimension work where you have to see tons of people at, like, visual illusion work. Elect electricity uh, effects like it's pyrotechnics like it's really really difficult and dangerous so we've really got to give it to the crews of our musicals because without them like they wouldn't look half as cool yes honestly yeah. did they have the chandelier yes they did they had the, uh... the opening was it was this big the open if you've never if you don't know much about phantom of the opera the opening is it's a set in the future at the very beginning where they're having a bid on old memoirs of the opera house that the musical takes place in and it opens with the chandelier of the opera house like lifting out off of the floor and then lighting up mm. in this huge blaze of like electricity jumping from light to light and then just lighting up the whole stage as it goes back to the past and it's really incredible um it really looks like it was coming back to life and like going back in time as the electricity jumped from light to light oh that's amazing it, it was incredible and i i yeah, the the work that must have gone into that for that crew to pull that off is really remarkable. So they are re the true talent of the musical is the crew behind it, honestly. Mm -hmm. so. Well, yeah, like you can't, if you don't have them, you don't have a musical. Like that's what a lot of people are getting is like, sure, you have the people on stage performing. And they're and important. It's like, they yeah. are important, but... If you don't have the back room where they are in charge of costumes and makeup, lighting and sound and all the special effects, there's not going to be a musical. Right. So there's not to mention, not, yeah, not to mention set. Like they have to make they that set. The set and then, and for a, for a recurring production like Phantom of the Opera, they maintain that set. Yeah, <laughs> so. It's still good. Make sure all the lights work. Make sure that, you know... Safety test. Yeah, safety oh, test. God. That the colors that you painted on still pop. Sometimes, sometimes you have to repaint it. You have Prosthetics to for uh, the guy playing the Phantom as well. Uh, like, all oh kinds. Yeah. Like, the orchestra and the crew, to me, are the two most important parts of your musical. <laughs> Like, the yeah. crew, because of, obviously, all of that behind-the-scenes stuff that makes everything go. But mm -hmm. the orchestra, because they do all the musical cues and keep every... They make everyone sound better on stage. Like, if your orchestra isn't good, I don't care how good your singer is, it's not going to be a good musical. It's not going to sound good, no. <laughs> you know So, but a good orchestra can cover a mediocre singer. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh it takes it just the people that work in that pit and on that Jesus stage Christ. are the most important people. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, and the that the voice too. The one of the coolest effects is a part in the musical where the phantom's voice bounces throughout the theater, mm -hmm. and. It was really cool. He sounded like he was right behind me at one point, and then he was like up in the ceiling. It like the the coordination of doing those mic changes while he's talking on beat is really difficult. Was that something that he was supposed to 
Uh, where Christina was supposed to have the lead, but they didn't give her the Christi- lead. He- no, um, that was he was just in one spot for that. But there's it's the spot mm-hmm. where they're trying to catch him before he, they do the personal mm-hmm. musical when they have okay. all the cops like set up. and he bounces his voice into the box and they shoot an empty box because it's like a effect that he's done on the opera house but it's really the crew doing it which is just it's remarkable how talented these people are that come up with these effects that's Mm -hmm. they're the real talented people honestly oh Hamilton's great. I have obviously I have some issues with the way it's written, but the musical itself is really excellent. Terms, and okay, well, I am a history minor, and for me, love it. It is. It's pretty good. Fun. Yeah, it's nice seeing history being played out on stage. It is fun. The truth of history. Yeah, I do think that yeah. they kind of glorified Hamilton a little bit too much for my taste, but I do like um, the, but I do think that the music and the staging and the character work is excellent. We and of course, like there are, like I said, there are issues with Hamilton and the way it's written, but in terms, we have to also remember it's fiction, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, there's, there's it, it, even though it's based on history, it is ultimately a fictional musical based yeah. on it you know what i mean yeah. so there, again, though, but, there is a lot of history but again there's a lot of good but it, however more like historical fiction it's yeah like historical fiction pretty much fact, but yeah it's there are facts and truth in what they are seeing and doing and stuff and there's actually a lot of secret like things that people don't notice unless you're like me a history minor like they're saying that you guys haven't noticed for the hit from the musical that i did because it was historical references and stuff. Right. Yes, at the same time, it is still fictional. Like, Hamilton right. being kind of glorified in that way, like it did, it, it you know, Hamilton wasn't. It was not he a was a guy. pretty bad person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scumbag. I mean, they were all kind of awful people, to be honest. But, like, it's like, it's, we gotta remember that it was fake. So, the musical itself, there's something to be said for uh manuel miranda's genius in his writing style he's very i watched a documentary on the research he did for that that's why it ended up so good is because he did a lot of research but yes he took the creative liberties to make it an interesting musical right Mm -hmm. it has to be like interested in history and in that, doing that, you have to take creative Yes. One of the reasons that 1776 wasn't that great was because it was just felt like a translation from a history book onto the stage. Okay, and to be fair, I love that one. I, for I me, I just don't like the music. That's my thing. I don't if know. I don't like the music, I can't enjoy the musical. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's just like compared to Hamilton in 1776, there was one song in 1776. It was so controversial and like it's it crosses a lot of borderlines just because it was one where it was um, like the Rum song where um, the South why they were against the Constitution and um, I'm not going to say what that song is about because it was bad. Right. 
I will say that it did. I want to see it because that's the thing. It didn't glorify have, okay, anything. Next time you come to my cabin, so I am. Yeah, next time I go to your house, I'll see it. But if you don't, the thing is, if you don't glorify it, people are more likely to be offended because it was pretty dark. So I will give it seven. In our history, or not in our history, but in society, I'm not saying we have a lot of snowflakes, but there are a lot of people who will take, who will get way too sensitive about things that are in the past. And I am sorry, if you can now acknowledge that our country is built on a lot of dead bodies, like... It is, and that that is true, and so I got to give it credit um, where it's due because it was it is very ugly history. Yeah, and I typed in the chat the line that I'm not going to say out loud. That's but fair. The whole song was based around this this whole line on what they were fighting. It's like, I mean that it's true though. That's the thing to slavery because he didn't want it to line up like 1776 where people took a lot more offense to it and were way more outcry and going how dare you talk about the truth which and he yeah. did he did touch on it a bit but i do obviously that's the thing with 1776 was that they did they just went into it which i Canada, respect Canada, he actually there's a lot of silent nods to slavery yeah hamilton no, there are, yeah. Yeah, there, no, I'm guaranteeing there's ones that you didn't notice. I'm sure that there are. I just... There uh, are um, But he yeah. didn't have them outright because he was afraid that in having them outright, it would cause the musical to not be as popular as it was. And thus mm -hmm. not get people interested in the actual history. Yeah. And I look, there is something to be said. He's an excellent songwriter. There's a lot of talented people in Hamilton as well. A lot of people I enjoy. And um, he made it very interracial. He didn't choose yeah, I, based on how they looked in real life. He just it was an interesting, yeah. The people. For sure. The one, another great thing Hamilton did, and something I respect it for, is for bringing more actors who are BIPOC into the spotlight. Um, mm -hmm. there, it's, there are so many talented BIPOC actors on Broadway that are always typecast in the roles and like, or they're told that they can't like play certain roles because of the color of their skin. But a lot of their roles, roles written for them, are given to white actors. Like even like Little Shop of Horrors, they'll just cast anybody in those three girls, even though like really it probably should be like three black girls playing that those three girls, you know? And mm -hmm. it's unfortunate that that happens. So um, yeah, you have yeah. to give him credit that he... So I have to get... Oh, no, don't get me wrong. I really enjoy Hamilton. I think the music is fantastic. I think the production, again, is excellent. I like the very... Mm -hmm. the, I like every, that everything's kind of mimed. I like the... It's a very dance-heavy musical, Hamilton, if you've never seen any parts oh, of it. Very so dance-heavy. Yeah, it's not really a, oh, you sing and dance, and then you have scenes where it's talking. The entire thing is sung right um it's very fast-paced because i I'm, i've seen it i saw it with my mom because it's on disney plus it is on disney plus now um so saw it with my mom um, yes it's almost, my i need to i need to make josh watch hamilton with me yeah you should of course so but yeah there there's a lot of like i said there's a lot of incredible bipoc actors in hollywood and in on broadway that wouldn't have probably wouldn't have gotten 
the amount of attention they have now if it wasn't for Hamilton. So I definitely have mm-hmm. to give it credit where credit is due. Some that have started showing up in, in like TV shows and stuff, opera TV shows and stuff. Yeah, David Diggs is playing. Mm-hmm. David Diggs is in Snowpiercer now, and yeah, uh, he's been doing a great job with that. Yeah, he's Wayne Brady. Wayne Br- Wayne Brady's also very talented. Of course, he wasn't in Hamilton. What? <laughs> what are you? Why are we talking about Wayne Brady? I'm very confused. Although I do. Don't get me wrong, Wayne Brady is an incredible singer. I'm just very confused yes. as to why we're suddenly no, talking we about him. Yeah, no, very I cursed one. He was in it. He is not in no, he was not. That was Leslie Odom Jr. Yeah. If you're talking about Aaron Burr, that was Leslie Odom Jr. Mm. Wayne Brady was not in Hamilton. No, he was not in Hamilton. Sorry, Shoda. <laughs> I definitely would have known if he was in Hamilton. <laughs> you with us? He's probably doing something in the background again. Okay. Well, yeah. You know. the, yeah. The other reason the show doesn't really speak right now is um, he's one, doing something in the background, and two, doesn't really know much about your musicals. That's fair. Um, yeah. And, but. Stuff. However, another um, musical that I personally love that is being that I've um, it's kind of a I like cult musicals a lot too. I like musicals that don't make it quite onto Broadway or they're mostly shown on the West End. I found that I like a lot of those. Like I love Rent. Rent really didn't do much on Broadway, but it's still very popular. You know. Mm-hmm. And it's very, it's a lot like Hamilton where it's very bare bones and it has modern music. Um, and it's, it's very much talking about uh, the AIDS. It's a historical event, kind of. Um, it's based on people during a historical event. It's based on the AIDS epidemic of the 80s. Uh, and it was, I believe, written by a man named John Larson. And I want to say he was... Did John Larson? I know John Larson passed away fairly young. I gotta look. I gotta check myself before I say this. Yes, uh, Larson actually passed away of AIDS. Um, not long before he started writing a different musical. Mm. Um, he had contracted. It was actually based on his, him and his uh, six roommates. Okay. Oh, no, he did not die of AIDS. It was, so he had six, it was him and six roommates. And he and his other roommate, Victoria, were the only ones that did not contract HIV. Um, and three of them passed away from it. So it's... um. It's actually, it's also based on the opera La Boheme, where everybody gets tuberculosis and dies, but except in Rent, everybody gets AIDS and dies. <laughs> so it's very, it, it's very depressing. And it's also confusing if you don't know, like, all the connections each of the characters have to each other. It's almost entirely sung. It's almost an opera. But if you haven't seen Rent and you're into, like, eclectic, 
off the wall musicals, I think you'd really enjoy it. So go see Rent. I've seen it live and it's amazing. <laughs> the tour was really good. Any others? There's so many. Mainly the main three I know right now is just um, Hamilton, Phantom, and Les Mis. Les Mis is a classic. Um, it's a character-based musical as well, like Rent is. Um, mm -hmm. I think everyone knows Les Mis. So. Let's talk yeah. about bad musicals. <laughs> Let's talk about... Can we talk about... Okay. So there's this huge documentary called What, Why is Cats on YouTube that Lindsay Ellis did. <laughs> and Cats, you know, okay. Here's my opinion on Cats as someone who loves musicals. It's not awful live. Right? If you've never seen the 1980s filmed version of Cats, that thing is amazing. <laughs> like... Let's not talk but because about the movie that they made recently, though. It's all, it's all based on the... Let's not talk about the movie. Let's talk about the musical. Yeah. Andrew Lloyd Webber almost went, became destitute because of this freaking musical, right? Like, he's put a second mortgage on his house to continue production of it. So you've got to admire the man's dedication, right? You've got to admire it. But he's also a crazy person because he put a second mortgage on his house to help produce a musical about cats in a garbage pile. It was a yeah, it makes me not bad. question his sanity. Just, just about why but, write a musical about cats? Why? So it's cats is actually based on a um, I want a poetry book by I want to say it's. Cat's book basis. One second, I'm just double checking myself here. I've never seen the musical Cats. I just it's based on Old Possum's book of Practical Cats by T. S. Eliot. It was a book of poetry that um, Weber liked to read. His mother liked to read to him as a child, and um, the now T. Mm. Old Possum's book of Practical Cats was actually, it had been attempted to be adapted by Disney and uh, before, but it was, it kind of failed in production because T.S. Eliot's widow never approved it because she said it was too childish. Now, T.S. Eliot wrote the book to be more adult. So when Andrew Lloyd Webber was like, hey, how would you like me to make your book into a bunch of sex fiend cats in a garbage pile? She was like, he would have loved that. And that's how Cats was born. <laughs> yeah. Again, if you don't know, if you don't believe me, look up the Rum Tum Tugger and prepare for sexual confusion. <laughs> most, it is the most erotic, weird thing you've ever seen in your life. Like, watch the 80s version because the man who played him in the 1980s production is... Like, he is incredible. He's an incredible Rum Tum Tugger. Jason Derulo did an okay job, to be honest, but, that, like, that man was incredible. The original Rum Tum Tugger. And also the thing I don't like about the movie that was just explicit in the original musical for Cats was that Rum Tum Tugger is clearly bisexual. <laughs> and, like, very clearly bisexual. And he's clearly got something going on with Magical Mr. Mistopheles. And 
That was just heavily implied in the musical. They're flirting in the dancing constantly. And in the in in the movie, they're like straight cats heterosexual cats. There's no gay stuff going on here. Don't worry about like, that. It's clearly gay. It's very it's clearly gay. Stop making the cats straight. <laughs> They're clearly just going for anything that moves in the musical, right? So, like, just just go with it at that point. I am so sick of Pete. And this is the, the guy who made Cats is the same guy who directed the Les Mis movie. And the problems with the Les Mis movie are amplified in the Cats movie. Now, yes. if you were one of those people that enjoyed Les Mis a lot when it came out, I'm not here to shit on your good time, okay? But let's be honest, there's a lot of issues with that movie. First of all, it's clear that the orchestra was forced to follow the actors and not a director. So they were the reason why it's such a hot mess in terms of tempo changing and things like that is because, yeah, they, they had three different kinds of ways for the actors to listen to the musical. Can you, and you can look, at, you can look up the, the videos, Why Les Mis and Why Cats. Are, the music in Cats is worse than you remember. And they, so they recorded the orchestra on a click track, which is what they normally use to do musicals. Like the actors have to follow exactly what the click track's tempo is when they're singing. They pre-record over the click track, and then they lip sync in the actual video. That's how they that's how they filmed Sweeney Todd, and that's why the movie for Sweeney Todd was pretty good. Um, but what they did in Les Mis was so they did the click track, right? They also did it live, so they had someone, so they had a pianist live with the actors on the set while they were singing live after the orchestra had already recorded. So that they could record what the piano was doing and then re-record the orchestral part to match that. I mean, that's, it, did it work? No, it did not work. <laughs> because listen to that soundtrack, and you, if you are a, or if you are a musician, you listen to that soundtrack, and you can hear every time. First of all, the pitch is awful like they they couldn't like, keep on pitch like if you record those things separately if that's not that's not how it works you should record right it's just not how it works at all and even in Les Mis there's tons of issues with intonation with the singers so if you go back I dare you go back watch Les Mis and listen with a tuner with a tuner all right, and you will be like, ooh, right? Also, compare it. Also, compare it to the live version. I want you to look up on my own. Look, Samantha did a really great job in Les Mis, the girl who played Eponine in the muse, the film version. She did a pretty good job. I won't lie. But I want you to compare, and this might be a little unfair. I want you to compare her to Lea Salonga's performance in the revival. And listen to the technique and the skill that's in there. And you're trying to compare that to an actress with very little vocal training. <laughs> like, that, they just set these people up for failure. And it's even worse in Cats. Because they tried to make Cats like a comedy. Of, like, 
they had Rebel Wilson singing the melody part, right? And didn't put any harmony with it. And mm-hmm. yeah, it, it is, and it sounds off because she can't match the harmony. She's like by herself. And also she's like talk singing at parts. And you can sit, you can tell there are parts. Oh my gosh. I could go on about how awful, how much they butchered cats over and over again, because cats is a very dance heavy musical. The reason cats work so well on stage is because of the spectacle of it all. Right. Like, it's mm-hmm. incredibly talented dancers. Acting out this completely nonsensical storyline. It doesn't have a storyline. It's them all coming together to talk about why they should go to the heavy side layer. And then, all of a sudden, memory at the end, and that's the end. That's, that's what Cats is, right? What they, them injecting this weird storyline into it ruins it. On top of the music, which I'm getting back to now. Right, so they you get to Scrimble Shanks the Railway Cat. They changed the song for the movie. And question: Right, cats didn't do so well. Why make it into a movie? No, cats did. No, no, no. Cats is one of the longest running musicals on Broadway. Oh, I've never seen it. Cats, cats. The only. Do you know the only musical that ran on Broadway longer than Cats? What? Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> Andrew Lloyd Webber is absolutely loaded. He is swimming in his pile of money, laughing at us all. Here's basically. Question, though, Why, when. So, when they released the trailer, they got a huge amount of hate for it. It bombed. The trailer bombed. At right. At that point, you think you would rethink what you've done and try to fix so they did here's the kick to that so this all my editing folks out there and wolf you'll be interested in this so they released the initial cut of they didn't finish editing cats until the day it was released to theaters well clearly it didn't help they were still editing it like they pushed it way ahead of when it needed to be Mm. Clearly, it didn't help. So, okay. So, uh, anyway, they like to like, and then they re-edited it. And if you've actually seen it, yes, the effects are bad for someone who's not like in the musicals. I mean, the music is rough, even if you're not in the musicals. But if you're not into it, the thing that's gonna get you is the way it looks. Like, it does not look like a professionally edited film whatsoever. Like, you can see Judy Dench's human hand in her, like, fursuit thing that she's in. Also, the fact that they didn't give them, like, cat noses is the reason it looks so weird. It's very Uncanny Valley. Like, if you've ever seen any part of the musical, you'll know that they, like, they have a little waistband with tails on it. And then they paint the nose like a cat with some fake whiskers. And then they put some ears on. And that's it. Like, they're clearly just in a fur-like leotard with some ears and a tail. And a painted nose. That's it. That's why it doesn't look so weird. Oh, my gosh. I need to continue this another time. Because it's 7.45 right now. (laughs) Okay, so this needs to be next. Everything wrong with cats... 
needs to be a panda musical. Needs to be panda. Panda explaining everything wrong. That that's the description of this episode. A, a podcast where panda devolves into frantically talking about everything wrong with cats. Is that the description <laughs> of this episode? Sure. Yes. I think I talked about cats for like twenty minutes yes. at the end of this thing. Discord after we're done recording, so I can just pull it from the Discord later. Whoops, there goes my my earbuds. And one might. Awesome. It got caught in my hand. Anyway, yeah, we'll go ahead and wrap this up because we do have the Twitch stream in a little forty-five minutes. Mm-hmm. Some of us do unfortunately have things that we need to do. Panda has. What time are we starting the stream? Remind me. Eight thirty. Okay, got Panda, it. Panda unfortunately has. Work she's do. I have a paper I need to finish. Um, yeah. Also, I originally I... had an astronomy quiz, but my professor, bless his heart, still doesn't understand how to upload things on the blackboard, and forgot and didn't actually upload it. He put the quiz, but he didn't attach the quiz to it, and he copied <laughs> it. And so yeah, he emailed us halfway through this podcast. He emailed us while I was looking at my phone. He emailed. Sit going, oh my god, I'm so sorry. He's like, I clearly still don't know how to use this. <laughs> you have an extension until Monday, I'm sorry. So I don't have to worry about that now. Well, at least you have an extension. Yeah, music is okay. also in an astronomy class, um, but we are learning about very different things. Yeah, okay. and Wolf doesn't have to interact with a stupid computer program of 20,000 entries. Uh. I still have to interact with a stupid computer program because I have labs. I have to use this thing called Skynet where we have to make observations with telescopes. Skynet? Are we in Terminator? <laughs> What's happening? Pretty much. Dude, Google what the telescopes look like. They look like something from Terminator. The Skynet is the name of the villain from Terminator. <laughs> They're the people that make the Terminators. I'm so going to mention that to my professor on Tuesday when we have class. How did he not? That's crazy. So he didn't create it, but he has like, well, he like co-helped create this stuff and and fun to make telescopes and things. I'm going to tell him that because he's going to get a blast out of that. He loves it when we joke around in class. He's a, he's super funny. He's a really funny guy. Um, whenever he does something wrong or he like makes a mistake and we point it out to him, he's like, guys, what? Why do you let me do this to you? Like, I made this way harder than it was meant to be. Why? Guys, point this out, please. He's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to technology. Point it out to me. Um, but yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, Panda, want to close us out? Yes. Thank you for listening to my rants. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> I can't. Ah, uh, people, I will say, sometimes people find my rants kind of charming. So hopefully that helps. Uh, but anyway. I mean, you get to hear the sound of your voice for a long time. I've apparent, I have been told recently that I have a sexy voice. So we'll find out. Um, <laughs> So, have a fantastic rest of your day, or week, or evening, or 
And Mom, remember, here. Cats <laughs> is an abomination against nature. Good night, everyone. The movie. Cats the movie. <laughs> And a little bit the musical. A little bit. The <laughs> Cats in general makes you question the sanity of the person who wrote it. How? It's about cats. <laughs>